In the summer of 2009, David and I sit on the edge of a field in Burke Hampstead and take in the news we've just been given. Two children with a certain diagnosis. Two of our children are autistic. As we watch them playing, our hearts are filled with joy and pain. Joy because they are deliciously wonderful, creative and funny. And pain because we realise the road ahead will not be as straightforward for our children as we had anticipated. Autistic. We have no idea what this means, good or bad. The label carries a weight we will all have to negotiate with. Different. Within minutes, we're talking about how different we ourselves are and how varied people in the creative industries are and how everybody loves the people who stand out in the world in which we work. The quirky are positively celebrated. And in our very primitive, underinformed, uneducated but hopeful way, we begin the process of piecing together a new narrative. The stories we tell ourselves about ourselves are shaped by many factors, but the underlying influence, our baseline for understanding who we are and how we relate to the world, is whatever we consider to be normal. And whether we match up to that standard, fall short of it, or stand outside of it. Normal. Steve Latham puts it this way, we consider to be common sense what is actually part of our culture. However, when anything appears natural or neutral, then we know we are in the presence of a particular ideology. Normal is the accepted wisdom. It's the majority. As we sit on the edge of that field, we face the prospect of once again being outsiders. We, who have spent our whole lives simply wanting to be regarded as equal to or palatable to those around us. The need to belong is hardwired into each of us. Some never have to think about it. Some reject the concept. And others, like us, spend a large portion of their lives trying to join the party. I think that day we had a sense that things would have to change that we would be drawn down unfamiliar pathways, that we would be reshaped by our experiences. Neither of us could have imagined just how much. What we didn't see was the fight we would have to endure for our children to be understood, for them to be heard, and for their needs to be met. We didn't see the battles we would face on every front, grappling with inflexible systems outside the home whilst trying to shapeshift in order to be the parents we needed to be inside the home. Nor could we have anticipated the division we would experience between us as we evolved into being all we needed to be for our children. We knew nothing of school refusal, self-harm, sitting by hospital beds on suicide watch praying for our child to live. We knew nothing of child-on-parent violence or gender dysphoria. We knew nothing of the judgment or the exclusion or the isolation. We also knew nothing of the absolute joy that would be felt when one of our children achieved even the smallest win. We knew nothing of the wild imagination of the neurodivergent brain or the wonder of their worldview. 
We couldn't imagine the sheer expanse of their creativity or the freedom that comes from living outside of the expected normative constraints. We didn't know about the exquisite belly laugh-inducing family moments, nor the tears we would share with people who had walked through life alongside us and simply got it. We had no concept of the incredible family identity that would emerge, or of how the power of love, tempered in the fire of challenge, would glue us together. This would all come later.